Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. I'm in love with you. I swear it's true. Even when I make you cry. But you're making me a better man. I'm gonna learn to love you right. Hey guys, and welcome back to Rise Little Corner Podcast. Today we have my favorite podcaster of all time coming on. I'm so excited. Um, also, I do apologize if the uh, sound is a little bit off again this week. I have to record on my computer because I woke up a little bit late. I woke up early, then went back to sleep. And I did not have time to get to the library for the podcast. Because I've also just moved. Yes. So that is extremely exciting. I have moved into a bigger and better place. 100%, yes. <laughs> and, yeah, so we... Is that your computer? I, I was just hearing the volume up, my dude. Okay, so that's your computer. I'm like, what is that sound? <laughs> So he should be on any minute now. I'm going to take yep. a couple hits just while we wait. <laughs> I'm so nervous. When you said move, it reminded me of the fact that I have to connect move by Milo Green to colonization for my U.S. history project. Oof. Mm-hmm. I'm so nervous but so excited holy I'm shit I'm so calm right now I was like okay <laughs> yeah but uh, have you ever even listened to his podcast yeah I, I listened to the Andrea episode I've listened I've listened to a couple of them but I can't really remember them right now we need to invite the boys from the Foolish Mortals podcast on they're my favorite <laughs> we can talk about Catherine Hahn having very haunty and eyebrows <laughs> Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah, she has very haughty and eyebrows. If if you ever see anyone just and want to compliment them and make their day, just tell them they have very haughty and eyebrows. And I'm like, okay, I'll tell Elizabeth Olsen she has very haughty and eyebrows. Is it because her last name is Han though? Yeah. Okay. They said Han. So they were saying Catherine Han has nice eyebrows. Nice. I'm obsessed with my new sweatshirt. I got it at the fair. Oh, he's here. Okay, okay. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you guys? Yep. So, So where are you guys? Where are you in the world? I'm in Vermont, um, right next to New York, but still like five hours away from the city. And I'm in um, St. Pete, Florida, like a few hours from Orlando. This is funny. I spent the last year in Stewart, Florida. Oh, no way. Yeah. And I love Vermont. I go to Bennington a lot. Oh, yeah. It's, Vermont's 
nice, but the town that I grew up in is quite boring. <laughs> Come to New York! <laughs> I want to, but I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was too when I moved here. <laughs> yeah, so this, so I have been kind of freaking out over this because, like, I'm obsessed with your podcast. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Um, funny story, though. The, re- the How I found it, so I found it in 2018. So, Andrea Burns actually sent her episode to me. Really? <laughs> yeah, she oh. used to follow my old account, but I ended up kind of getting cyberbullied on there, so I ended up deleting that account. Okay. But she sent it to me after accidentally blocking me. <laughs> No way. Yeah. For real? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised. She gets a lot of stuff there on, on uh, everyone does, on Instagram. Yeah. Like bullying. Even, yeah. you know, even her, even me. I mean, there's people out there that are just upset. Yeah. I've had, like, <clears throat> I'm not going to say the name of this person, but sure. one of our old friends, both Nellie's and mine, um ended up getting my last account banned oh, yeah. because we blocked them. <sighs> oh, Lord. They were they were not a good person, though, so... No. Hopefully, they grow. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, welcome to... Yeah, I actually just moved on Thursday, so I'm not quite unpacked, so I'm doing this in my, my bedroom. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> so we don't actually. So normally I do write a script for these, but I didn't this time <laughs> because the move was kind of had me busy. So sure, sure, sure. But um, I also just thought because we kind of wanted to just talk about like podcasts and stuff, we didn't really need too much of a script. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, we could talk about anything, all of yeah. it. There's so much. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't really know where I'm going with this at this point. Oh. But um, I think the first thing I wanted to talk about was like, what was your favorite episode that you've done? Well, goodness, there mm-hmm. are many favorite episodes that I have um, for different reasons. Um, for instance, I spoke with Peter Gaffney, who was at the time in charge of, I want to say, I want to say communications, but it's not. He was working for MTV, and we were talking about Jersey Shore, because that was one of his, he was doing international, though, so like Nietzsche uh, Shore and Warsaw Shore. There's a lot of these Jersey Shore shows around the world. Mm-hmm. And we got into the conversation of nostalgia as medication. And for that moment, you know, that part of the conversation, the whole conversation was great, but the fact that I didn't expect to talk about that, you know, was so wonderful. Same with like Andrea Burns, when I had her on the show, did not expect to go as long as we did. Mm -hmm. And we got to dive deep into some things that are just not going to come out in the first 20 minutes of a conversation. It's, you gotta, you know, you gotta warm up and us having an understanding of knowing, you know, knowing each other, it's, she's more willing to, you know, go deeper. But even, I mean, shoot, Billy Porter. That was a conversation that uh, I had no idea we were going to go to that level of education yeah. and how much of an educator he is in the entertainment industry. So, yeah, there's just, I mean, so, yeah, really all of them for different reasons. Yeah. 
I know that Nellie and I both have favorite episodes that we've done so far. Um, yeah, yeah. Mine was probably our Karen Olivo episode. Uh, I I ended up like not like I don't know. So the reason she even started seeing my DMs was she had posted. Well, they had posted something on her story, and um, it was like the date was wrong. Like she put the wrong day for the date, and so I I DM'd them, but I also posted <coughs> on my story about it and tagged her. And I'm like, yeah, that date does not go with the day of the week that you put. And then, like, they put me on her story and everything, and um, I was like, okay, cool, you know what, I'm going to shoot my shot and ask. (laughs) And I wasn't expecting Karen to say yes, but she did. And it was like, I was so nervous the whole time. Yeah. But it was awesome. Karen is super sweet. That's that's funny. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's happened to me before, too. You know, someone's like, yeah, Tuesday the 29th. I'm like, that's a Friday. Yeah. yeah. It happens, though. We're all busy. Yeah. We're all busy. Yeah. And then I know I know what Nellie's favorite was, but I'm going to let her tell you. Okay, so we, so back in 2018, I found this Hamilton star named Evernice Stanley who did Instagram lives, and I started becoming a fan of him. And I started following him, and I've been following his career for years now. And Riley decided to ask him on the podcast for me because I've just started helping Riley with their podcast. And I started getting into networking because I'm familiar with, with networking in the business world, but like networking with social media and with theater stars is a whole different thing for me, especially with social anxiety. And Anyways, Wright asked him to be on the podcast, and he said yes, but when he came on, we had a bunch of technical difficulties, but that only let me have time to talk to my favorite actor and get, like, closer with him, so even though it's one of our shortest episodes and there's a lot of technical difficulties, it was, it was like, a, an amazing experience for me. Yeah, wow. all the tech issues were on my side. I know. <laughs> It happens. Yep. I'm always afraid, you know, when I'm recording that one of these batteries might be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I always have a second recording device just in case. I'm all, I always have my phone or my laptop plugged in when we're recording. <laughs> always. That's smart. That's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. I was originally planning on recording on with my phone and going to the library so I'd have Wi-Fi, but I woke mm-hmm. up late. <laughs> and so I'm recording yeah. on my laptop and on my phone for the uh, it, it's rough, but we, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Getting through. Hey, yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we kind of, like, Nellie, so I actually was the one to start our podcast, and, um, Nellie kind of volunteered to be my co-host because I found out just how difficult it is when you're starting out to get guests on. Mm, so yeah. I'm like, okay, Nelly, please. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, but we, we kind of wanted to talk about why we started our podcast or how we got into it. So, uh, yeah, how did, or how and why did you start? Well, it's funny. I had, in 2017, I was... Um, writing letters to notable people to grab insight 
tips, tricks, hints into how or why or what they did to get to where they are. And I was speaking to my friend who was a, I think he still is a producer at Good Morning America, the weekend edition. And he was like, you should start a podcast. And I was like, oh, okay. What is that? I had no idea what it was. And he was like, oh, you know, you just, it's like a radio show. You record it, you know, it's on different mediums. So you're having a conversation. He's like, and I guarantee you get more asks because you're actually, actually, actually asking for something that's going to be, you know, recorded and published and I was like, okay, all right, let me give it a shot. So I, I, had, I was like, oh, what, what is the title going to be? And I was listening to uh, Tim Ferriss, the Tim Ferriss show. He wrote the Four Hour Work Week, and he was talking about having, like, he was talking about investing in Uber or something. With he's like Uber for X or you know what? And he said that line, and I was like, oh, I like that X. I don't know how that's going to work. And so I'm pondering it some more and, you know, I'm going through and I'm writing down all these other titles and the titles are like too long or too like worthy, you know, word, wordy. They're like, you know, too much in your mouth. And I was like, you know, what about Entertainment X? And um, I'm writing the Instagram profile for it, right? Just creating that little thing. I was like, well, what is it, you know, in a very short way? And I was like, oh, getting to the heart and soul of top performers in the entertainment industry. So this thing just started to like come together. And I was like, writing my emails now and my asks are getting more specific because I believe life punishes the vague wish and rewards the specific ask and the more specific I got the more things came my way and I'm writing the email I was like how do you keep this short people are busy they're doing a lot in their life get to the point and get out you know and so I was right the one-liner entertainment X is a podcast with getting to the heart and soul of top performance in the entertainment industry on the show We'll talk about books, movies, quotes, life paths, and struggles. Anything and everything that keeps you moving forward and inspired. Period. And I would send that out. And people started to respond. Of course, it helps. You know, friends of friends. Going like Andrea Burns. I, she, I had her on the show. And then she had mentioned to me that she thought Jonathan Groff would be a really great mm. guest on the show. So then I got Jonathan. And it just kind of grew from there. That's awesome, though. Um, before I forget, because you mentioned Jonathan Groff, and I actually have a funny story. Well, it's not funny, but it's funny, if that makes sense. (laughs) So, in 2018, I was admitted to a mental hospital because I was just, I was not doing good. (laughs) And it was like for, it wasn't like, there were no adults. It was all like, the patients were uh, 17 and under. And so I was 17 at the time. And one of the uh, nurses was actually one of Jonathan Groff's childhood neighbors. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, looking back on it, I'm just over here like, Jonathan Groff would probably be disappointed in how rude you are. <laughs> he was oh, so no. mean. Yeah. He was such a jerk. Like, so, um, I used to have very, very bad anxiety around men. I've gotten over it more now, but it's just because of, like, the abuse I went through as a kid. Um, and he would not, like, he, I specifically, like, asked to have, like, only a female nurse um, do check-ins with me at night, 
And one night he's like, no, I'm doing check-in. We're not doing this tonight. And I'm like, dude, I have PTSD. Leave me alone. And yeah, he was just not nice. But it's kind of ironic that like one of my favorite actors grew up with, with this guy. I, everyone's got to have a neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, so back to the, like how we started the podcast. So like I said before, I'm the one that started it. But pretty much I started during like... I think it was January of this year, but COVID was still really bad, and it's getting bad again with the Delta variant, and so I was like, you know what, I think people just need something to cheer them up, and basically, I just wanted to bring people into, like, my own little corner, which is why I call it Rise Little Corner, and just kind of lighten the mood a little bit there have been a couple episodes that were a little bit of a downer but it's like I want to be open and honest with people but also help them through rough times by being as positive as possible so it's like why not you know and I wasn't sure how it was gonna go or if it would even like take off in any way and then just the past couple months have been insane because Karen Olivo, Ebron, R. Stanley, and now you have all come on, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy how it'll grow. I mean, it's incredible that you, I think that you're creating a medium for positivity, but also reality, and how, you know, and I was, I was watching this the other day with um, Robin Roberts, and she's talking about let your mess be your message. And I was like, that's really interesting. You know, what you go through in life is not a weakness. It's like a suit of armor, you know? Mm-hmm. And to use it and talk about it in a way that can educate and uplift other individuals who may not have the courage you have and the platform to discuss these things is is powerful, you know? And that's yeah. really, really important because, you know, you got to talk about it. Yeah. You know, being mentally fit is very important and not so trendy. Yeah. Um, like, I've, I think I might have brought this up on the podcast before, but like, even if you don't think you need it, I think everybody should be in therapy. <laughs> like, because. Yep. It's good to talk about it. Yeah. About everything. Even if it's, even if you think that, like, like, even, how am I, or what am I trying to say? Even if people are, have the mindset, like, other people have it worse. That doesn't matter. You still deserve time to process things, even if it's every other week. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah. Nellie, Nellie's looking at me like I hate you right now. <laughs> no, I don't. I just really want therapy. So yeah, yes. her parents won't put her in therapy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be. Now, this is actually interesting because now I'm thinking about it. There's got to be a resource for that, right? I would think so, but I'm not sure. I wonder. I really wonder. Can't you can't afford therapy? There's definitely got to be something for that. It's not that they can't afford it. It's that they don't believe in mental illness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a different generation. I know. A different generation. <laughs> yeah. Her. Yeah. I've been in therapy since I was, like, 10 or 11, so it's, like, 
survive. Yeah. I just remind myself I have to get through two years and then I'm in college and I can do whatever I want. Yeah. You should have a resource at your college. Like yeah. I did. I went to SUNY Fredonia and they had a, uh, a great resource for students who, mm. you know, insurance didn't cover or wouldn't, you know, fully cover and it's because yeah. it's very important, you know, being healthy in all ways and shapes and forms is all of it. It's all, it's important to be healthy. Yeah. So. And like, so Nellie wants to be a doctor and I'm like, she, she always is telling me like, am I, or like asking if she's good enough and I'm just over here like, yes, you're the smartest person I know. You can do it. What and form of medicine do you want to study, Nellie? Um, pediatrics. Oh, Fantastic. Okay. And um, I I just really want to be a writer, but I also want to like pursue some sort of singing or acting. I mm. and I actually did Mandy Gonzalez's um, acting through song workshop. Was that last week? Last week. Yeah. yeah. And um, I sang one of my favorite songs of all time. It was Brandy Carlisle's song, "Raise mm. Hell," and. Um, afterwards, Mandy was like, there needs to be a, or a Broadway jukebox musical with Brandy's music so you can be in it. And I'm like, like, because Mandy's oh, my sweet. favorite. She's like my favorite Broadway artist of all time. And her, hearing her say that was like, I yeah. love you even more. <laughs> if Ron oh, Goldsberry ever said something like that to me, I'd probably pass out. <laughs> <laughs> We are definitely Broadway obsessed. I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, Nellie, I think... No. Who was it that introduced me to this? I can't remember, but I was... Um, maybe it was Nellie, because I... Uh, one of my favorite musicals right now is actually Beetlejuice. I think Nellie did introduce me to that. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, I was listening to it a couple months ago, and I was just singing Dead Mom, and Nellie goes, Riley, you need to be Lydia. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Because <laughs> I didn't believe her. And then Nellie, or, and then Mandy said that I, I'm like, I have a Broadway voice, which is what my high school choir teacher always told me, and I'm like, maybe Nellie wasn't lying. <laughs> like, I always assume my friends are lying when they compliment my voice. <laughs> Yeah. Because I yeah, have six, no. yeah. Because I have six siblings, and they always told me I suck and need to shut up. What are siblings for, if not to make us stronger individuals? <laughs> the only sibling that has never told me to shut up when I'm singing is actually my eight-year-old brother, who thinks I'm actually good. And that could possibly be your manager. <laughs> He's actually. You gotta have someone who really yeah. believes in it. He's probably the smartest, ki like, little kid I've ever met. When he was, like, three or four, he was using the word hypothesis correctly. Just oh, after right. watching... Like, I didn't learn the proper use of the word until eighth grade, and I was doing my homework, and I'm like, Mama, this sounds right, right? And, she, and my little brother was sitting right there, and he goes... And, like, two days later, he goes, I or my hypothesis is that Riley will not... Or if Riley will not finish her homework, then she'll be in big trouble at school because homework is important. And I'm like, he got the if-then-because. 
he's he's gonna go far. Yeah. <laughs> and he loves he like loved trains for a while. I don't know if he still does, but I know that he did for the longest time. Oh yeah. And he's also vi- he loves musicals, certain musicals, I should say. We used to watch Mamma Mia like every night because he refused to watch anything else. <laughs> And at dinner, he would just come up to us, like my, uh, two of my sisters and I, and just be like, grow back. I, what is that noise? Is that a, I think there's fire trucks. Um, but yeah, he would come up to us and be like, grow back down again. No way. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. It, it was funny. And he and I are, like, the only ones who actually... Not the only ones, but, like, we're the only ones who would, like, go around, like, just quoting musicals all the time. Really? Yep. But, yeah. I feel like I've I've done most of the talking. Nellie, you got anything to say? (laughs) I guess, um, I don't know. Theater was kind of, like, an escape for me. And that's how I got into it. And um, for, like, the past four years, it'll be five years in March, but theater has kind of helped me for a lot, considering my uh, freshman musical got shut down because of the coronavirus. It's just comforting to have, even when I need some inspiration. Right. Mm. Yeah. Now, you know, and theater is, it's, it's, theater's special. There's a um, show I'm watching right now on um, PBS called Broadway, Beyond Broadway, Beyond, no, Broadway, Beyond the Golden Age, I want to say. And it is, I want to say this is like a repurposed film from like the early 2000s, but the way they hype up the beginning of a musical when you're in a theater and the, the overture begins and you're just sitting there waiting for the anticipation the house lights come down and you're in the dark with like 2,000 people waiting for this one you know moment to begin it's riveting it does something for the soul Mm -hmm. the first show I saw after like theater being shut down was my school's production of 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee and when the lights went down and I could hear the opening again it was just like so crazy to be back in theater it's incredible Mm -hmm. i'm telling you growing up i worked at a community theater on long island and i was in the first show i was in was joseph and the amazing technicolor dream code and i was like one of the children in that show it was like eight of us and then after that i found i really enjoyed backstage more so from i want to say like fourth grade through senior year of high school i mostly did behind the scenes work at a theater and i just loved being in it you know even if it was empty and no one was there just like sitting in the house just something about it it's like uh some people have that feeling with libraries and books you know and i love to read too but it's the space being in the space just really Mm -hmm. relaxes me yeah (laughs) i i i never did any musicals in high school because i was just too shy And then in 10th and 11th, or no, 11th and 12th grade, I was in, 
I was dual enrolled, so I was never at the right school on the days of auditions. So I just didn't have the opportunity. But I did take a six-week course on the history of Broadway. And that was, like, one of my favorite classes I ever did. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it was... um, They waited until the very last day. We ran, like, half an hour late because... They started talking about In the Heights and Hamilton. And mm. we ran like 30 minutes late from that just because like, oh, no. but I was like the only teenager there. Everybody else was really? at least like 50s, 60s. And I'm just 18 years old with, I think at the time I had like pink hair, just pink oh, hair. Yeah. And everybody else was like, or literally everybody else had white hair and I'm just the only one with not like it was like whoa and so oh I was also God. the only one who knew anything other than the instructor and my English slash history teacher who knew what In the Heights and Hamilton was and yeah. I was just answering all the questions about it I'm like because <laughs> nobody else knew and it was it was hilarious though cuz and then at the end i took a video of the class and chris jackson ended up liking it and i'm really? like whoa no, right. <laughs> yeah it was it was nelly we're not gets noticed all, all the time my only claim to fame is renee lee Goldsberry follows me on tiktok that's Hey, Mandy follows you. Mandy follows you there. (laughs) Yeah, Mandy and Renee both follow us on TikTok. Don't know how that happened, but. (laughs) Right, right. But yeah. And then, um, I actually in, I can't, I can't remember if it was my junior or senior year. I actually wrote, so I read the Wicked series. Um. Mm. And I ended up writing the sequel, the musical, like, because I'm obsessed with Wicked the Musical, but I loved the books, too. And it was, oh, I'm assuming Nellie's parents came in. (laughs) But, um, she's heard this story many times. But, uh. I think we're having some technical difficulties here. Yes. Oh, I thought your parents came in, Nellie. I can't tell if it's her... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gonna pause this. If some... if So, like, let's say there's, like, a banana on the counter, and you ask your, your sibling, hey, can you get me that banana? But you don't just want the banana. You want to know whether or not they're going to drive you to the movies later. There's, like, some additional level subtext that you really want to get out of this conversation but you don't know how to ask. And I'm not talking about, like, tricking them into answering something that they didn't expect to answer. It's just, wouldn't ask, you know, banana. You want to ask, hey, can I get the banana? And, you know, willing... Restart the... Okay, we're back. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't... I don't think I sent this on the, like, right email account, the link, so it... It's going to automatically stop after an hour because there's three of us on. So if we're not done with the conversation, we can all just hit the link again and come back on. 
That's actually totally, that's perfect, because I have another thing at 12. Okay, so that actually, it's just, yeah. Like, it's amazing how things fit together. So yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we had more technical difficulties. Always you know what, fun. it keeps us on our toes. <laughs> yep. Which is good. I swear it's probably my phone at this point. I need to invest in Wi-Fi. <laughs> it could be. Who knows? You know. I have unlimited data, but Wi-Fi would probably help. Yeah. Um. So I don't. Yeah, I don't really know where we were because I was trying to figure everything out. We were talking about um, <laughs> asks, you know, mm. specifically with the podcast. Yeah. Um. And then we're, you know, we're discussing, but now back to your question, Nelly, the questions now, see, I, I found a lot of inspiration from Tim Ferriss, the Tim Ferriss show. And he had started a podcast and he had a series of questions that he would go through. And I was, I mean, obsessed with these questions because some of them are just so smart and unusual. Like, um, what's a common piece of incorrect advice you hear a lot in your field you know um my last question of the show the billboard question is ripped from him and this is the fascinating part copying someone you know being copied is the highest form of flattery but you will never be that person because you aren't that person so even if you take everything that that person does it will never be the same Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why I encourage people to, you know, anyone that asks me about the podcast or what have I learned about asking or can I see a sample email or, you know, what are the questions? I'll totally give them out because it's it's uh, to me, it's good. Whoever's asking for it thinks that as well. And however they use it, it won't be the way I use it. It'll mm-hmm. just always be different because we're all beautifully unique individuals. Yeah. But, you know, sharing is caring. <laughs> <laughs> and. You know, being able to to help enough other people get what they want, you in turn will get what you want. Yeah. Which is, uh, it's like an energy thing. You know, you put out good energy, you receive good energy. Yeah. But a bad energy, you receive bad energy. It's very circle of lifey. Yeah. But it's true. I uh, actually came up with a thing to, like, send to people when I'm asking. And at this point, I just copy and paste it, just change the name that of who I'm asking. And then the questions that I and then the yeah. questions I ask during the podcast are always aimed towards who's on. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's very good to, you know, do that homework and that research on the individual. Of course, you know, the more well-known someone is, the easier it is to yeah. find out information about them. But an interesting question like what did what did your parents teach you about kindness which is what i love some people don't have good relationships with their parents and that comes out and however they want to articulate it uh is fantastic because that's something that i might not be able to see in the news or in an article or a wikipedia page or whatever that they're willing to share you know particularly on entertainment x Mm -hmm. i don't i like to dive deep with you know insightful tidbits tips tricks hints but i never want to make it too personal for instance when i talk to jonathan groff a big part of our conversation or so i remember it to be him talking about coming out Mm -hmm. and that's not that's not the question or that's i didn't have that planned 
you know what I mean? I'm not, yeah. it's not a gotcha show. I'm not trying to, you know, like get someone to say something that they wouldn't say elsewhere. But right. sometimes it comes out if a person's comfortable sharing that, I'm totally open yeah. to it. But I don't want to pry for that, you know, because yeah. it's just, you don't want to make any, first, you don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. And second of all, if someone's willing to share that, it means they've either come to terms with it or they've grown through it or they're growing through mm-hmm. it. And as a result, someone else will really benefit from it. It's, yeah. those, it's those less common talked about experiences in our lives and how we deal with them that you know make us a stronger individual and help make others just from listening. You know, I've had people say to me, oh my goodness, I listened to episode with so-and-so and it completely changed the way I talk to myself. You know, and I, I didn't remember that, that particular conversation having that in it. But, you know, everyone mm-hmm. takes away something different. Yeah. And that's what's so fascinating about, you know, these deep diving conversations. Yeah. And, like, um, when you mentioned Jonathan Groff talking about coming out, like, for me, coming out was probably the easiest thing I ever did because I grew up with four gay moms. So it's like... I knew right away that I was going to be accepted, except when I, I mean, when I came out with one of them, I kind of forgot she was gay, and it was in the therapist, like, my therapist's, not office, but, like, waiting room, because we were waiting for my two sisters to also come out of therapy, and I was just sobbing, and she's like, she turns to me and goes, Riley, you realize I'm gay, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, but I've been out since I was 14, and I try to be as open as I possibly can because you never know who it could help. And that's also why I talk about my mental illness and everything so openly and so honestly because I want to be able to help others who could be going through the same thing. And um, that's kind of how Nellie and I actually met was I put out a video on YouTube in 2018 about my struggle with mental illness and being adopted and being gay and having been abused by my birth mother's boyfriend (laughs) and that's she reached out to me and was like this is amazing like you this is really inspiring you like I inspired her to ask about her birth mom Mm. and that that's how we started our friendship (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah. But it's been a crazy ride. <laughs> it's been yes. almost four years. It's, in, it's important to, you know, as I always say, it is important to talk about it. Of course, you want to talk about it with the right people who have your best yeah. interests at heart and at mind. Yeah. But it is very important to talk about it. Uh, keeping, keeping things bottled up it's never good. No, I've learned. I learned that, that the hard way. And I that's a big conversation yeah. that I have with uh, my fiance. You know, it's never. It's never because anything intentionally is done wrong that there would be a disagreement or a spirited discussion. Mm-hmm. It's because something wasn't said. Mm-hmm. Generally, it's it has to do with communication. I think communication is incredibly important on a personal level and on a professional level yeah you know how you communicate your emotions are is everything 
you know, we are survival beings. The modern human brain is what? 100,000, 200,000 years old? The modern one, the one in your head. And it's built for survival, not happiness. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason you'll see people pushing and shoving to get on the subway when it pulls in. That's why people get so excited about news that's negative. It's because it's triggering the part of the brain that's survival, survival, survival. You know, it's not for happiness, 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 you know. This thing was fighting off a saber-toothed tiger. And now it comes out in the form of like, you know, getting on the subway. (laughs) (laughs) And it's this crazy thing if you don't keep it, you know, the forefront of the brain. Um, you know, consciously choosing happiness, right? And communicating when we're down. That's what you see in the news. You see some crazy, crazy things, you know? And I always made this joke living in Florida, you know, like Florida man <laughs> does yes. something. So it's because he doesn't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to use his words. And that's why you see physical violence. Yeah. That's why you see vandalism. It's someone who is hurting so deep down that they don't know how to say it out loud. So they'll physically take it out on a person or something, mm-hmm. you know, and the shame of it at that point is it's now a crime, yeah. you know, and that's not, you can't have that in a civilized, you know, world, you know, if you're living on an island by yourself, vandalize all the palm trees you want, <laughs> but you know, we have sanitation and we have electricity and we have running water, yeah. we have these things that you can't, you know, you can't, you can't behave like that. Yeah. And it's a shame because, you know, all they probably need to do is just talk about their feelings. It's some it's some of the it's some of the most mind boggling thoughts, you know, that I have in regards to, you know, alcoholism or, you know, any vice, any sort of you know, hurting yourself or whatever it is. It's talking about it. You just have mm-hmm. to talk about it with the right person and have that right space to be open and honest yeah. with your feelings. Because, you know, and even for myself too, I mean, look, I'm not always a great communicator. Sometimes, you know, we have good days, we have bad days. But it's, you know, if you just say what you're feeling, and sometimes it's best to just write it down and tear up that piece of paper and toss it into the campfire and just mm-hmm. get rid of it, you know, however it works. But Yeah, pull a I burn with yourself. Whole separate, <laughs> yeah, that could be a whole separate conversation on communication. I mean, that is important. Yeah. It's very important. Um, so. There was something else I wanted to talk about today, but I can't remember right now. There's so much. <laughs> After all the uh, technical difficulties, I can't remember. <laughs> well, that's all good. It happens. Yeah. I've had them before, too, you know? Yeah. Nellie and I have been kind of trying to get, um, like, we've asked once, maybe. Yeah, I think it was just once, but we asked Andrea to come on, and she, she never saw it, which is fine, obviously. Like, everybody's busy. but She's very busy, yeah. Yeah. But then, like, a, not even a week after we asked Andrea, Karen was like, yeah, I'll come on. <laughs> Look at that. I'm like, cool. <laughs> and then we, we, I asked her about how they came up with Core 4. Like, Mandy, Andrea, Janet, and Karen. Like, how they all came up with Core yeah. 4 from In the Heights. Yeah. And she, Karen was like, I don't know. You'd have to ask Andrea or Mandy. Or no, she said Mandy, or Andrea, or Janet, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so I asked them, like, I separately messaged all or all three of them, because I'm like, I don't know who who's going to answer. None of them saw it. 
Oh, no. <laughs> you know, it's the funny thing, and I have this issue, too, when reaching out to individuals, you know, especially the larger names. Those names aren't big for no reason. Yeah. They're working. Yeah. They got a life. They have multiple lives. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a lot's going on. So, you know, I, I completely understand that it would be a missed, you know, yeah. missed message, especially because, well, you know, and I know this to be true with myself, Instagram generally is, uh, you know, a downtime yeah. activity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a... It's not a, a work time activity, so it's, it's True. the potential when someone's working really hard and, and doing a lot. Yeah. They don't have time to sit down and, you know, be on the social medias, as yep. they call them, right? And then, um, uh, what was I about to say? Crap. <laughs> oh. It happens. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. It happens to me a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, Just yeah. Riley actually, um, speaking on social media, Riley actually used advice that was given by Andrea in her episode with you to stand up for something that was going on on social media concerning my favorite actress and her husband. Mm -hmm. It was a lot going down, and I was just, like, standing up using the advice Andrea gave. It's like, you guys need to listen to this. Yeah, so basically she was like... um, I'm not going to say, like, I'm not going to go find the whole message, because I did save it to my phone, because I was like, this is important, <laughs> and, right. um, like, it's a good message, and I thought I might have to share it someday, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. um, but the gist of it was pretty much, like, we're, like, we're, bi- like, we're all busy, like, we're just people, there's no way we can get to everyone and everything, we're just one person, like, we're not gonna see all our messages all the time No. and people were starting to, uh, kind of cyberbully Nelly, one of Nelly's favorite singers, and I'm like I'm not even a fan of this guy on a good day I tolerate him <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but don't freaking cyberbully him for content about his wife, who is an actress, and I'm like... Well, cyberbullying is just a waste. Right? Yeah. There's no, and need, I, I there's no need to bully. Yeah. And it blows my mind when I see adults doing it. Because like, it comes in all yeah. different forms. Because as people get older, they, they think they're getting a little bit more slick yep. with the way they bully by, you know, slipping something, you know, under the, you know, yep. the breath, right? You know, like a little... And I'm like, nope, I caught it. <laughs> yeah. doing? Like, you're, you're obviously going through something and that's okay. But ask for help. Yeah. Don't be an a-hole. You know? Yeah, I pulled, no I, yeah. I pulled out the F-bomb a couple times in the Twitter thread that I posted about with the whole situation. I was like, I'm not a fan of him, but for F's sake, get a grip, people. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're either going to get blocked or he's going to leave social media like his wife did. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be, I know certain, different people have different, you know, thresholds for that. Um, but, I, you know, mine is a, it's like a one-strike policy. Mm-hmm. You know, you do it, you don't even get a response, you just, you just block it. Yeah, that, that's how I do know, it. And some people have the time, you know, God bless them, <laughs> to make another account and keep going for it. But it's just, you know... You're, you're best ignoring yeah. that sort of behavior. I usually just block. Because it doesn't serve, doesn't serve anything, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, that is 
the trash energy. Mm-hmm. And I had this guy, David Atkinson, on my podcast a while back, and his quote, his billboard quote was, um, be a fountain, not a drain of energy. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, you know, there's two types of people, people who are a fountain of energy and, and give, you know, just consistently give that good energy. And there's other people who will just come into a room, not say anything. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's all gone. Yeah. And you want to, you know, if you can actively be that fountain, hopefully that will attract other fountains. Yeah. And when you come across this sort of behavior online, you can just be like, girl, bye. <laughs> For real. You know. <laughs> I got no time for it. Yeah. It, took, it took me three years to finally get rid of my toxic ex-internet best friend. And when I did, so much positive energy and everything. And then they got my account banned. Actually, no. They got, they got my account banned and that, like a week before she got rid of them. For real? Yeah. And, I, and then they played it off, but I know it was them because, like... They were the only one that had a problem with me on that account. Really? Mm-hmm. For talk, they they got it banned because I talked to them. Yep. So my pronouns are yes. they them, which is why she's calling me them. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they got me blocked because Nellie and I were talking. Unnecessary. Yeah, and then. They threaten to. They threaten to off themselves all the time, just to manipulate well, Nelly. Yeah, the 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 thing about that is you have to. It's like you have you to know, be careful, alert but the right authority. Yeah, we did that. that. Really the truth. We did know? that, and we it turned out they were. Truth. Yeah, they they but, threatened to off themselves, and then yeah. one of their. Or somebody was like, hey, you okay? And they're like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, nothing's wrong. And then you got a free Starbucks day out of it. <laughs> I mean, better safe than sorry, but... Well, you, always, you never want to take those things lightly. That's yeah. not, you know... You know, yeah. ending someone else's life for your own or both. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> not ideal. And, uh, yeah, you have to report that to the right authorities mm-hmm. because that's not... That's not something to joke, kid, or mess with. Yeah. It's very serious. And both uh, Nellie and I know good. about that. It's good you, it's good you did. Yeah. Because you know, it's important to, you know, yeah. send them some good energies, good vibes, in whatever way you please, and just keep it moving. Yeah. It's always... life's already short. Yeah. <laughs> it is, so we might as well enjoy it. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I I went to the fair with my dad yesterday, so that's the only reason I'm wearing long sleeves. Because I got okay. I got a sweatshirt and it's Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh my goodness. I just watched that the other day. I just watched it last I night purely because I got the sweatshirt. Movie. It's definitely oh, one of my faves. And it says totally up there. Yeah. yeah, it says Jack all over it as well as has his face. Oh, that's that's special. It's super comfy. Oh, how fantastic! <laughs> I know. I love that. I absolutely love that movie. Mm-hmm. It's so great. I mean, Halloween's fun, but you know, yeah, it's, it's especially when you're an October kid. Anyway. 
there you go. I was supposed to be born in September, but I came like a week late, according to my birth mom, and came on October 1st. Oh, fantastic. You know what October 1st this year is? It's At a fr- Disney World. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. I never knew that, but I also found out a couple years ago that I actually share a birthday with Julie Andrews, and I'm like... No way. <laughs> How funny is that? Yeah. Like, I grew up with a lot of her stuff, um, like The Sound of Music and everything. Sure, sure. Although, the first musical I, or the, you know, the last musical I ever saw, I know I have the playbill around here somewhere, but I'm not going to get up and dig through everything, because it's almost, we're almost out of time anyway, but I saw a parody of Hamilton called Trumpleton. Mm. It originated in my town. Okay. It originated in Rutland, Vermont. And I saw it, and it was hilarious. Really? It was, in like, not, it was hilarious in, in not the best way, because it's, okay. you know, it's about all the negative stuff that Trump did, but they made it funny. Right. Like... There was one part, and they just chased the guy around who was playing Trump with pies, <laughs> and just all pied him in the face. And I'm just over here like, oh, oh God. <laughs> like, How silly. I'm like, if Trump didn't like Hamilton, he really wouldn't like this one, especially because I think it was going to off-Broadway as well. No way! Yep. Oh, Lord. So... <laughs> But it, w- it was funny, and it was like three hours long, and there were only four actors. Yeah. Three yeah, hours with four actors. <laughs> but yeah. you know what? This, right here today, has been a fantastic yeah. conversation. Yes. This has been really enjoyable. I appreciate you guys having me on Yeah, the show. thank you for it's coming so on. It's very, very important to keep doing the work you're doing. you got to put it out there. you got to let people know you know, what you're going through or gone through and add to it in, in, in positivity and education because there are people that aren't as brave to talk about it. And couple that with entertainment. You got yourself a, you know, I just mm-hmm. personally love theater. So yeah. it's nice yeah. always to talk about it. So I thank yeah. you both for having me on the show. Thank you for coming thank on. Thank you. And have a great rest of your weekend. You too. You too. Thank you. This is going to be great, guys. Let me yeah. know when it comes out. I can't wait. Yeah, it comes out on Sundays, so. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Another yeah. day. I love it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Be well, guys. Have you too. Fun. Bye. Too. Oh, my God. I love that. That was that. so great. It was. Nice. Other than that little off, uh, like, you know, that little technical difficulty. I'm. I found the um, Milo Green email for um, like publicity. I'm gonna email them. Like, yes. Podcast, you know? Yes. I was. You have the. You have the. Green. You have the password for yeah. the account. But the the way, email. No, I need the password. But he told me how to ask in like an email format. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ask. Yes. Do it. Oh. You there? Allie. Hello. Hang on, guys. 
right, guys, so that was the end of this episode. We are super, super, super excited for you guys to hear this. And, yeah, I hope you guys all have a wonderful week. I love you. Peace. Feel the light on my skin I see myself In a place I've never been Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.